0: Mm, 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 mm. Hi, this is Joseph Kalea, and you're
1: listening saying. to the CVH podcast. Yes. Uh. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday, June 20th, and you're listening to the CVH podcast. Welcome. You know, over here, um, uh, I'm through a week now, and uh, there are there are no there are zero COVID protocols. Zero. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> it means zero. <laughs> uh, no testing, and I've had hundreds of tests in this town. Uh, no testing whatsoever. There are no mask requirements, not in the building, not in rehearsal, not on stage, not in your dressing room, not underneath uh, a blanket with a flashlight. There's no uh, mask mandate anywhere in the building whatsoever. So no testing, no mask, um, no proof of vaccine needed to come into the building, no proof of vaccine needed to attend a performance, no mask requirement for the audience, none of it. Uh you walk around town nobody has a mask on you go on the subway very few people have a mask on usually uh foreigners people people look like uh, tourists um there was no mask requirement on my airplane there was no mask requirement in the terminal you know at no point in me leaving washington arriving in paris and doing a week of rehearsal has anybody worn a mask and i love it <laughs> um it's as if it never happened um, I, I know that, that this thing still exists and that people are still getting it, but, uh, you know, for the most part, we'll just, <laughs> let's just call it the flu now. It's the flu. And, um, you know, chances are you're not going to die any more than the regular flu. And we never wore a mask for the regular flu. And that's really kind of what it feels like now. And, um, I can't help it to feel a little bit like there's a lot of controlling going on in the state still, um, I have a lot of friends who are in summer festivals, and there seems to be some kind of um, rehearsal mask mandate, even for outdoor rehearsals, if you can believe that. And um, um, it's, it's um, I, you know, you can't um, help, there are people in this world who have uh, immune issues. There are people in this world who have children who have Im- immune issues, and I, and I understand their fear. Um, uh, the numbers are in our favor even in even in these so-called um you know these hot zones people are people are passing this thing around but you know the the de- the death numbers have plummeted the um the the severe cases have plummeted or people with long covid i'm not so sure about it <laughs> seems like i have a lot of friends who got covid and then 3 months later they're like i'm just tired <laughs> i i think you're just tired <laughs> uh look you know we got our shots we did the thing. You, you walk around over here, it feels like it's over. It feels like it's done. And um, that's fine with me. I, have, I walk around with no fear. When I was here last time, plenty of fear. That was mostly because I didn't want to lose any performances. That, that had very little to do with actually being worried about getting the illness. And I eventually did, just like half of Europe did uh, last winter. Half of Europe got, uh, what was the variation we were dealing with? What do they call it? Omicron. Yeah. Like half of Europe picked it up in the in the in the in the winter. Which just means it went around the, the the mask. The mask wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. It just went around it. Everybody got sick anyway. I got sick. And what was it? It was two bad days, right? It was two bad days of like sweats and fever. And then I had a head cold for four days. That was basically it that was the whole thing I've had flus that were way worse now okay my story is not interesting to you that's um, yeah, everybody's got their own path on this and and uh, uh, you know my story isn't typical to anyone else's but you know from from having been in extreme fear of it for so long uh, jumping through the hoops of the shots which I was happy to do I'd get one now if they'd let me get one now I'd get another one <laughs> give me a shot every three months I'd love a shot let's <laughs> I'd love to skip the flu forever. Um, but, but as far as, uh, getting back to, to regular life, uh, seeing people's faces again, um, uh, performing without that filter on, uh, is a blessing. It's, um, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. The amount of, um, protocols and testing that we were doing before, I know was very important when we did it, but, uh, the, the numbers have changed now and, um, you know, it's time for everybody to catch up, you know, even in the last couple of weeks at the Met, um, you know, where I was supposed to start um, testing, you know, start testing again. And, you know, we were wearing our masks the whole time we were in the building, all through rehearsal. Uh, just once you made it to your dressing room, you could take it off. And if you were on stage, you could have it off. Um, that, that was basically the rule. And that was fine. You know, it, w- it wasn't that big a deal. It's not It's not fun to rehearse in one, but it's fine. Um, you could survive it. But but here in France, um, it's over. <laughs> they've. I don't know if they've declared it over, but sure, it sure feels over. And, um, from, from where I can stand and what I can tell and what I can read and what I've learned is that everything's going just fine. Um, it is still around for those who haven't for those who didn't get sick yet. Uh, it is still around. You can still get it. It's no worse than any other head cold or mild flu that you've had in the past. Assuming you got your shot. Now, if you didn't get your shot, I don't care about you. (laughs) I have no sympathy for you. If you didn't get your shot and now they've approved it for all ages and so there's really no excuse and and uh you know people get very paranoid about shots and babies and vaccines and this word and 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 there's all sorts of like odd facebook fear that exists but um look you know life needs to move forward uh you know we're we're looking at uh, over two years of this now uh that's what we were told it would be and and here we are it's the summer and um if they don't need it on an airplane, I really don't see why we need it uh you know uh, uh, almost anywhere else i'm I'm not really sure where where we can mandate it or where we can f- enforce it and this kind of thing now look singers are super spreaders we have a different we have a different deal and we're moving a lot of air and I get that but if it's not needed on a subway and it's not needed on an airplane um you know clearly clearly the the numbers have gone in the in the correct direction i'm just it just feels like let's let's move on now let's move on. Let's just call it the flu. It's the regular flu now. Uh, enough people got it. It's um, it's it just feels like something we need to. Anyway, I don't like the fear part of it. I don't like the fear part of it. You know, I saw this stupid, um, like um, clickbait ad on uh, the Daily Mail. Yes, and sometimes I look at the Daily Mail, which I know is mostly trash, but every now and then it's it's sort of um, uh, come up with something that I'm interested. In. But. Uh, it was uh, talking about monkeypox, whatever the hell that is. Um, um, they were showing a picture of the United States, and it was like you know a map, a map picture of the United States, and the whole thing was dark red, uh, showing you the exposure monkeypox has had to the to the United States. Now I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't, uh, you know, from what I've understood, it's very few cases. This is, <laughs> this is uh, sexually transmitted, not, not something that's in the air. And, uh, you know, they're, they're showing the whole United States is red. Like the worst clickbait you could ever look at, you know, just click here so you can be scared. Everything is just like fear and scared. And, and how many times can we get you to look at this thing? Cause you're always going to look at things that upset you way more than you're going to look at things that make you happy. And uh, this this poison has just infiltrated the world. It's awful, monkeypox. For God's sakes, <sighs> kill yourself. <laughs> if, the, if you have, if you live in this much fear, it must be awful to be you. And and uh, I mean, just <sighs> it's hard not to feel done with it. It's hard not to feel done with it. I don't know. I know plenty of people got it. Most most people I know got it. Some people didn't. Many of my family members did not get it. You know, they lived in places that were not hot zones, and they wore their mask, and they got their shots, and they didn't get it. And I and I think that's a lot of people. Uh, and I think a lot of people got it and didn't even know they had it. And then there are people who got it and were just fine. And, yes, we had some people who did not make it through that. Uh, that was a hard time. The, the hospitals were overtaxed, and people weren't going into the hospital for other things that were bothering them because they had fear of this. And, and, uh, you know, this was messing with people's lungs and, and anybody who was sort of immunocompromised before the, before the vaccine was in a bad way. But this thing is now it's in its weaker variant. Every variant is weaker and weaker and weaker, even though they might be passed easier. It's just, it's a weaker version of it. And, um, you know, you know, there's like two kinds of people and it's like live in a bubble or lick the subway floor. And <laughs> I don't like either of those things. But I feel like the people I know who lick the subway floor are really just fine. They're going through life just fine. <laughs> uh, and the people who live in the bubble with the purell and 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 the paranoia—it's like it's—it just looks like an exhausting life. I know that there are people still hiding, going into isolation. I'm in my COVID isolation. You know, it's it's like okay, a year and a half ago, that was something to talk about. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> You know, over here in France, it's like if you feel sick, stay home. If you feel good, come back to work. You know, <laughs> if you want to wear a mask, wear one. We're not going to ask you to. Uh, that seems to be a very healthy approach to this. I don't know. You know, I, I started this podcast and all that, and so I feel like I just wanted to talk about it. I'm, I'm I'm more than sick of of hearing about it and talking about it. But when I see um, this approach here going swimmingly, going so well and i haven't heard of anybody getting uh, uh sick and 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 losing shows i haven't seen that um i'm sure it's i'm sure it's happening it must be happening but um not like it was in in the in the winter when omicron was running rampant uh you know but here we are it's the summer and 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 people need to be outside and remember why they live you know we went through that we have to go remember why why life is good again and it's and it's uh, sitting in a restaurant having a beautiful meal with your friends and and um and um seeing people's faces, you know, that we're missing social cues. It's, it's so funny, like having, um, uh, text messages with a friend. You're just reading the tone you want to hear. You cannot read tone and you can put all the emoji faces you want in there. Um, people hear things in the voice they want to, they, they have in their head. And when you can see somebody's face, you can, you can understand how your words are impacting them, positively or negatively, and we're, we're missing these social cues. Um, the mask on is like texting. It's like completely impersonal. You can't tell what's happening. Um, it was amazing to be back here doing this Faust again. The last time we were here, people's faces were covered the whole damn time, and, and so to come back and see smiling faces and happy people, and we go, oh my God, right, right. We used to look at each other and connect. We used to, we used to be a part of the same thing. We used to feel, uh, similar things in a situation, realize something special is happening and you look around and you can see the people's faces Look, Oh my goodness. Look, look at the magic in the room. Look at what just happened. Look at that moment that person just created. And now you can feel it and hear it and see it again and go, right. This is what live performing was. This is why we're in this business. That's why I'm in this business. I want to see the connection. I want to see somebody be moved by something. I want to see somebody do something great and hear something great and feel something great. Uh, The removal of those masks really just brought all that back in spades. You know, if we can do it here, we can do it anywhere. This is a big, heavy, populated city full of tourists. I mean, I don't know if Paris is the tourist capital of the world, but it's got to be close. People coming from everywhere, all walks of life, crowding into museums, packing into packing into restaurants packing into um uh theaters uh it's okay now everybody we can breathe we can breathe the air again we can breathe the air again look you hear somebody hawk, uh, hacking and coughing you know let's hope they put a mask on or get away from them or whatever i mean you know i'm i'm not going to if i hear somebody on an airplane like that i'm putting i'll put a mask on no problem but uh, it just sort of needs to be personal choice now right i think we're I think we, we went through and told people how to live long enough now, and we need to sort of back up on that a little bit. My own personal feeling. Who cares? <laughs> Faust opens in one week here. This is the best gig ever. Roll in, two weeks of rehearsal, put the show up. I love it. We're on the theater. We're on the stage today in the theater, and uh, just um, cranking right through this. the perfect summer gig for me. <laughs> I love Santa Fe, but that is a long summer. <laughs> you go right through the middle of August out there, and it's rough. <laughs> I always forget that. I have a lot of friends out in Santa Fe this year, and I'm jealous because it looks like it's just going to be a great, great summer. And then I go, right, but I, <laughs> my, my summer is uh, free, <laughs> uh, which is desperately needed, too. I love you for listening. Monday, June twentieth of the CVH podcast, episode one hundred and sixty eight. We're still here. I feel like we might be last man standing. I'm not sure about that. We we'll have to keep looking around. Seems like the seems like the podcasts and the internet shows and all those things that popped up have uh, have gone and died away, or on hiatus. Uh, we're still here. Why? Because I don't know how to quit. I refuse. There is, a, there is a competition in me with myself and with everything around me that I'm not going to be able to turn off, and I've just accepted it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop until I have a thousand of these episodes and no, <laughs> no one could ever catch me. <laughs> Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. All right, thanks, bye.